Henry David Thoreau said wealth is the ability to fully experience life. As human beings bestowed with intellectual capacity, we work hard throughout our life to create wealth for ourselves and our loved ones. We build estates and create funds for ourselves and for the security of our family. However, while creating wealth and getting rich is your right, understanding that we cannot carry any of our wealth when we die is also a reality check that we need to remember. It is here where the planning your wealth becomes most important part of creating wealth itself. As Zig Ziglar says expect best. Prepare for the worst. Capitalize on what comes. Let's understand what is estate planning and how it is done. What is estate? Starting with the definition of the term estate itself is very crucial. The Longman Dictionary of Contemporary English defines estate as all of someone's property and money, especially everything that is left after they die. For common understanding estate included land, building, cars, investments, insurance policies, jewelry, paintings and bank balance of an individual soon after his death. It is a common myth of estate planning that, estate planning is meant only for wealthy people and not for a common man with meager bank balance. One needs to understand here that it is not the size of the wealth that requires estate planning. Estate planning is more about expressing your desire as to who should receive your estate after your death. And this could be a meager sum of RS 1000 slash in your bank account when you breathed your last. So estate planning is consciously distributing your assets to your near and dear ones and also fourth purpose of charity. Estate planning is more about fulfilling your wish than about the assets themselves. When is the right time to start with estate planning? Asis said that there is no time like present time to start any good deed, there is no time better than the present time for planning your estate. Here one should understand that estate planning is an ongoing process. It's dynamics change with any addition in the estate or the beneficiary. So one can be sure that while your current estate planning consists of your current assets, it is flexible enough to include your future wealth and future recipients. As estate planning advisors, we suggest our clients to start with estate planning as soon as you start earning some income. This puts you into the habit of investing and creates a tempo for creating more investments and wealth with individuals. It makes sure that every rupee earned is well invested and well spent. What happens if you haven't planned 40-hour estate? Never say you know a man until you have divided an inheritance with him. Johann Kasper Lavater. Therefore, although being optimistic is a good thing, it is vital to anticipate even the unexpected and take necessary steps towards estate planning while we build wealth to sustain ourselves and our families. In the event one dies without an estate plan, his assets are said to be dying intestate. There could be serious disputes among family member over your estate that can devastate the peace and happiness you've always sought for your family. In the absence of any will which is one of the ways of estate planning, the assets are distributed in accordance with the Indian Succession Act. The Indian succession system is complex, confusing to the layman, and often, cumbersome. There isn't a uniform civil code applicable to the whole of India, due to which religion plays an important role in deciding the right of inheritance. Forced heirship is a rule of law wherein an individual is not free to dictate who will inherit the estate on his death. It automatically confers power on certain individuals to bequeath certain portion of the deceased's estate. These individuals are known as protected heirs and typically include the surviving spouse, children, and or other relatives of the deceased. Their rationale behind forced heirship is family protection. There may be a possibility that the deceased, who was the primary breadwinner, had a few dependents. The forced heirship rule does not permit an individual to will away his estate without providing for his dependents. On the other hand, these restrictive rules apply irrespective of the terms of the deceased's will, and there may be a situation where the stated wishes of the deceased may not be carried out by dissatisfied protected heirs. However, one should note that, 
the forced airship provisions typically apply only to a portion of the deceased's estate and the balance may be distributed at the discretion of the testator. So, is forced airship applicable in India? Hindus follow the Hindu Succession Act, 1956. Muslims follow Islamic law on succession, Sharia law. There is a Parsi law, a Christian law, and a special marriage act for spouses following different religious faiths, etc. Regardless, all wills, except wills written by Muslims are governed under the Indian Succession Act, 1925 for the purpose of execution, probate, etc. of wills. The exception to the above rule is the state of Goa, where the Portuguese Uniform Civil Code applies, making it mandatory for all religions to follow a common law regarding marriages, divorces, and adoptions. So, if you are a Hindu, Parsi, or a Christian, who aren't residing in Goa, you have freedom to will away your estate as per your wish, even against family wishes and social customs and traditions, which means, the rules of forced airship don't apply to these individuals. However, if you are a Muslim, the Islamic law on succession, Sharia law, permits you to will away only one-third of your property while two-thirds is retained by the family, irrespective of a will to the contrary. This restriction can be waived by all members of the family, in favor of the testator, permitting him to will away his property as per his desire. Different ways of estate planning. 1. Will. A will is legal declaration of the intention by the one McKinjit, the testator with respect to property that he or she desires to be carried into effect after his death. You can distribute your assets either equally or as per your wish. You can provide for the financial security of your spouse and dependent children. You also have the choice to provide for your grandchildren without providing for your children. This is the most important benefit off writing a will that it gives you control of how you want to distribute your estate and to whom. Trust. A trust is an agreement between the settler and the trustees to transfer the legal ownership of assets, property to the trustee with the obligation that same should be held for the benefit of the beneficiaries as specified in the trust deed. A trust has four components. 1. Author of the trust slash settler, he's the one who settles the trust or in other words is the author of the trust. 2. Trustee, an individual, entity appointed by the settler to administer the trust and accept the responsibility to act as trustee. 3. Beneficiary, the persons for whose benefit the trust is created is called the beneficiary. 4. Trust property or trust money, this the subject matter of the trust and can comprise of both, movable and immovable property viz. Cash, jewelry, land, investment instruments etc. A trust can be of two types depending upon the beneficiaries it intends to create. Public trust, a public trust is constituted mainly for the public at large. Hence the beneficiaries are incapable of ascertainment. Usually such trusts are in the nature of religious or charitable trust. Private trust, a trust is said to be private when it is constituted for the benefit of one or more individuals who are, or within a given time may be definitely ascertained. A private trust is governed by the Indian Trust Act, 1882, but if such a trust is created by will, it shall be subject to the provisions of the Indian Succession Act, 1925. Wills. Trusts. By adopting a trust route, a person can avoid the issues which arise in a will, such as, authenticity of the will, mental soundness of the person making the will and alleged forgery etc. The grounds on which a will can be challenged are numerous. Moreover, the probable time to get a probate on a contested will could take several years and can be expensive. On the other hand, a trust deed is never disclosed to anyone and is highly confidential and there is no need to obtain probate. Estate planning for NRIs. 
global integration of economies has led to creation of wealth across geographical boundaries for Indians. An NRI many be holding properties in the country of his residence if the laws of the country permit him to do so and may be holding some property in India. There is also Akins for him to inherit property in India. Estate planning for Nri shall consider various estate taxes or inheritance taxes that may be applicable in the country of their residence. Also NRIs have to consider what amount can be repatriated outside India. There is a limitation of 250,000 US dollars that can be repatriated outside India. This may be an important consideration when an asset is sold in India and the NRI wants to take the proceeds outside India. An NRI should also provide for the taxes that may arise when the property is sold in India. Taxation Aspects of Assets Acquired Under Inheritance Currently there is no inheritance tax in India. The only tax that is levied is the capital gains tax which I levied in the year in which the inherited asset is sold and there is either profit or loss arising from such sale. Also any income which is derived from such property such as rent is also taxable in India. Conclusion Estate planning is an ongoing process which requires time and attention of the person whose estate is to be planned. The process is worth the time and effort as it ensures smooth transition of assets and helps in restoring the peace in the family. So don't wait for the right time to plan your estate, make this the right time and take the necessary steps. The author is a chartered accountant and a certified financial planner, he can breach to at gmail.com.